I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, I wonder what's inside this chest. It's a fish. And this is Unfeatured Articles. Hello, hello. We are back once again. Yes, we are. Oh, I'm, Boys. I'm stoked. It's, it's good to have you back, Riley. It's been a minute. I yeah. feel like I've been gone for H- forever. How was your expedition uh, to Mount Everest? I was good. Yeah? Yeah. Climbed it in 10 minutes. Yeah, he's a yeah. Yeah. record. I'm really proud of you, man. Yeah, man. I'm, congrats. I'm busy. I've got stuff to do. Yeah, yeah. for sure, man. Yeah. yeah. That is as One, busy as lo- it lost, okay, no, lost a leg Why, why weren't you here last week? I can't remember. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember either. Okay, good. That was fun episode. Taylor was here. Zane was here. Alex was here. We had a great episode. Yeah, I, I flat you. out don't remember. Yeah. So much oh. is going on in my life. Yeah, you are a busy man. Mm. I'm going to have one of these. It's good. Oh, he's Ooh, hear that Chris. crunch. Yes. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, a new sort of segment where we just uh, listen to the mouth anyway, sounds of Anyway, welcome to featured articles. Yeah. Uh, my name is Curtis Lang, and the sultry tones of the man who just introduces is Riley McNamara. Hi. And the slightly higher pitched <laughs> tones of the other man is Mr. Jim Jam Kiho. Hello. Uh, I'm taking active feedback now. Did, Hello. Okay. <laughs> Did you listen to last week's episode? No. There was, okay, it did, mm. not all of it made it into bit because we accidentally went into some personal details about you. Yeah. And then we had to cut that from the episode. But we did like a solid now 10 I'm minute worried. bit of Riley McNamara impression. Did a lot of. <laughs> oh, did you? Zane cut it, cut it all. I listened to the episode. There's like 30 seconds of this 10 minute bit that we did. It was great. It was right. great. Give was me a rundown it? after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah I will do. Cool. Anyway, Thank so uh, what do we do, boys? What's what's the apart from us just catching up and chatting? Indeed. Yeah. What do we do on this on the this Scott for Second we podcast? Actually see each other. Well, we take uh, a deep look into the different uh, realms of the internet, the uh, wikis of our favorite franchises, uh, and this week we're taking a look at none other than the legend. Of Zelda. Yes. Legend of Zelda. Love it. How good, franchise. good. What was the first Legend of Zelda game you guys played? Ocarina. Ocarina? <laughs> Probably yeah. Ocarina or Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening. See, mine was actually, I was a bit later because I, I wasn't a Nintendo boy when I was a kid. So sure. the first one I played was Skyward Sword. Oh, oh nice. What, okay. what an awakening. Yeah, which was yeah. chronologically, which we'll go into a little bit later. That's yeah. the first one. That's the first that's, that's that's the the original. Original. one. The first in the timeline. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. I played that one and then I went back and played Ocarina of Majora's. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then I just finished Breath of the Wild. Actually, Ooh, good yeah. game. So I'm like a quarter of the way through, maybe a third. Yeah, I don't know. I've done two of the Divine Beasts. Oh, nice. oh and then I, ke- I keep getting discri- I keep just doing other shit. Yeah. It's like Skyrim all it's over so again. I've, never, I've never stuff. finished Skyrim. I've yeah. never so, finished. Me the neither. Main quest Honestly, line. I've never finished. I, I finished it. Um, it is not as good as the rest <laughs> of the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, enough of Skyrim yeah, and sure. main quests. <laughs> yeah, we're just not turn this into the Bethesda roast. Oh, we should have Bethesda wiki. 
That'd be fun. Fallout, Elder Fallout. Scrolls Wiki, keep us going for Elder, like a season. Elder Scrolls Wiki would be good. All right, yeah. we'll come back to that. Anyway, later. we'll do it later. Anyway, Zelda, so, Zelda Wiki today. Yo. Um, yeah, we got a bu- we got a couple different art- articles. We're going to we chat do. about some different aspects of the franchise, about the history of the uh, the world, um, mm. not just the world, but the uh, the actual development and maybe the games and whatever. Yes. Um, so who wants to kick us off, boys? Well, why don't you? You you've mentioned the stuff that you're going to be talking about. Why That's you true. Off? All righty. Well, I will indeed. So I am going to talk today about um the uh timeline mm. of the legend of zelda game because one thing that like a lot of like is um a bit weird for like people who on entry level when they f- first kind of encounter the legend of zelda games yeah um is one oh so the dude's not named zelda oh yes, uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. That, that's- two two so they're all the same game or yeah. like kind of but they're not really not yeah. it's just that none of them have like a definitive Continuity, continuity with, each with each other. Yeah. Um. I mean, some do. Like, obviously, Ocarina and Majora yep. are one after yep. another. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. But uh, the rest of them kind of like it's sort of like Mario, where there is that kind of repeated events. Yeah. But time, and maybe you'll get into this a little bit later, is um Riley is kind of circular in nature. Yeah. So a lot of yeah. things kind of repeat. Um. Mm. And that's why, and that's kind of a main theme of the game. And that's kind of the thing is that like originally I. They, they weren't really when they were making the original games. Yeah. Uh, considering like a cohesive narrative or timeline yeah. between the games, and then like yeah, eventually fans were like, "What is the actual timeline?" And then they like yeah, you know, delivered what you'll be showing us today. Yeah. So um, I'm just gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna start from the very beginning of the of the in world kind of canon timeline. Yes. Uh, it starts off pretty simple. The first one in the timeline is uh, the Nintendo Wii game, mm-hmm. Skyward Sword. Fabulous game. Yes. Fabulous game. Great that was game. the first one where um, you had the Wii motion controller. Yeah, and so yeah. So the, the sword, his sword actually followed your attacks. Mm. Yeah. So like the way that you would swing, he would also swing, mm-hmm. um, which was just so much fun. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, the and It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Your family looked at you weird. It was yeah, yeah, it was so great. Good. And we all learned how to sword fight. We did. Yeah, we all learned how to sword fight. Everyone. We're prepared for the apocalypse. Exactly. Man. We know what we're doing. Because of uh, bring it zombies. Yep. So, um, oh, by the way, massive spoilers for Zelda upcoming in this episode. <laughs> oh, Zelda, yeah, yeah. Obviously, I mean that goes with that. Um, so in Skyward Sword, we have the emergence and the sealing of the Demon King. The goddess Hyla was reborn as Zelda, uh, oh. and the Master Sword. So the Master Sword is the is the sword that is like. One of the main staples of the Zelda games. There's always yep. Link. There's always Zelda. There's always the, the Master, Master Sword, Sword. Um, and it's forged. It was first forged in this game. That's right. Uh, so then, after that, we had uh, the the Minish Cap, which was a very old um, CD-ROM. No, ja- that one's a GBA Is game. It? Oh, that it's a GBA a- game. Yeah. My apologies. Um, so yeah, Four Sword. Uh, Four Sword has born from the blade of the Picari Legend, then rise and ceiling of the demon Vati. So that uh, Vati is uh, a recurring villain that sometimes pops up in a bunch of these different games. Yes. Following that, we have Four Swords. Um, then we go to Ocarina of Time. So yes. Ocarina of Time is probably, would you boys say, the most famous Legend of Zelda game? Yeah. Yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd say that. Yep. Yeah. It's the. Uh, it's also probably the most popular. Mm. I. Um, well, it's a. It like. <laughs> It's a game that completely changed games. Gaming. Yeah, like exactly. Full 3D open world. It roaming. was really the beginnings of like an open a world kind RPG, of thing. Pretty much, yeah. 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 And it was it was yeah, one of the only franchises to make the transition from 2D to 3D like yeah. really really well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it did. 
Super it Mario did. 64 was a banger, though. Yes, yeah. absolutely. God damn it. Yeah, it was good. That was back when Nintendo were just knocking it out of the park and continuously. We're kind of yeah. in. We're, they we, haven't, we they haven't been too bad recently. Yeah, no, yeah. they're having a bit of a renaissance recently. They which did. I'm, they which kind I'm of had their, their lull with the Wii U and then kind of brought it back home with the Switch. Yeah. Kind of. Their lull starting from like the GameCube. True. <laughs> well, yeah, actually, yeah. no, the Wii sold more copies of a console than any other console in history. Yeah. The mm. Wii is the most yeah, successful yeah, console okay, of all yeah. time. Yeah. But I get what you're saying in terms of like. There weren't there hardcore, weren't, yeah, 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 quote unquote gamers. There yeah. weren't a lot of like fantastic games on the Wii. There were a couple mm. like Super Mario Galaxy, Galaxy. And, and Galaxy Two, and yeah. then Skyward Sword, obviously. Yeah, I um, mean, there were a couple of Metroid games that were really good, but yes. they weren't like insanely um, great ones, mm. like there are on the Switch. I would say, yeah, Breath of the Wild, Breath <laughs> of the Wild, Odyssey, Odyssey. all that kind Speaking of stuff. Speaking of the time one, let's uh, yes, yes, Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of the Time is also where it starts to get um, the timeline goes a bit weird. Mm, yes. So at the end of Ocarina of Time, the, there is um, three kind of distinct paths that happen. Mm. The the hero of time, so Link, is defeated by Ganondorf. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's one timeline. And then the other timeline is he he's victorious against Ganondorf. Yes. And that timeline itself splits off into two timelines. Yeah. One where <laughs> he remains an adult. And then one, and one where he goes back to being a child. Yeah. So three timelines: one where he's defeated, mm-hmm. two where he wins. Yeah. One he's an adult. One's he, one he's a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is, this so is already messy. Yeah. yeah, yeah we yeah. across this. Uh-huh. It's very weird. So we're gonna go to uh, first of all. Oh dear, I've lost my. I've oh lost my page. Riley, vamp, vamp, vamp. Um, Riley, use that silky oof. voice, baby. How weird a fish, right? Oh, let me tell you. I'll tell you about it. Yeah, yeah, you keep them in time. a bottle. Saw a chest. Bloody, uh, saw a fish. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Oh, how, no. How, oh, my boys, I'm back. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> how is that wall of noise? <laughs> it's pretty great. So um, let's start with the hero is defeated. Yeah. So um, after that, we go to A Link to the Past, which, mm-hmm. was, um, which was, was the first Zelda game, I'm pretty sure. That was the no? first Super Nintendo. It's the third game. So Legend of Zelda is the first game made. Right. Uh, Legend of Zelda 2 is for the NES as well. That's the second one. And then the third is for the Super Nintendo, which is A Link to the Past. Link to the Past. Rightio. Yep. So this is back to the kind of... Um, similar top in, down. Top, top down, kind of similar in the vein of like um, the original Pokemon games. Yeah. Yep. Uh, kind of style. Link to the Past. Then we go to Link's Awakening. Mm-hmm. Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages. Yes. Then we hit A Link Between Worlds. Yep. So which, that's the 3DS yep. uh, sort of sequel. Yeah, sequel to Link to the Past. Yeah. Kind of a spiritual uh, remake sort of thing. Yeah. And then we uh, and then after A Link Between Worlds, we go Triforce Heroes and then The Legend of Zelda. So that's the first one in the in the, in the, series. In the series. And then after that, The Adventures of Link, which I believe is the sequel to that. Uh, yes, that's yes. right. Yes. Um, Triforce Heroes is weird because it's this 3DS game uh, revolving kind of around co-op play where there's this town that is obsessed with fashion. Yeah. And so the game is sort of weirdly about fashion. Um, <laughs> and like, yeah, it's it's weird. It's n- not the best game. It's a 3DS one. Yeah. Um, it was in this weird stage where they were just pumping out filler content uh, for the 3DS <laughs> and Wii U as the mm. Wii U was slowly dying. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, what's next? What's the next timeline? Uh, the next timeline is uh, the timeline where he uh, stays an adult. Yep. And Ganon is sealed away. Yep. Uh, after that, we hit The Wind Waker. Yes. Which was a fabulous game, which um, kind of, it, it takes play. There's, there's subtle clues in the Link games, which um, in like the most 
the one that is referenced the most, I think, is the geology of the worlds yeah. that are in. Yeah. Wind Waker is a very water-heavy world yeah. and it like, seems to be flooded, so it seems to be like a world at the end of its kind of yeah. um, geological cycle. I believe Whereas, the, yeah, the yeah. idea is that like Hyrule did flood. Like yeah. we, we are above Hyrule like, yeah. in this massive flood. Yeah, yeah. and then... Um, <laughs> and then obviously with something like uh, Breath of the Wild, which just came out, yeah. uh, isn't actually on this timeline yet because people are struggling to kind of place it and mm. there hasn't been mm. no official word. word. But the um, the geology of the world is very cavernous and mountainy, which, yeah. Yeah. Mi- which kind of indicates that it's like a new world. Yeah. So you can also, um, in a lot of the kind of yeah. architecture and the buildings, like uh, one of the first buildings you see is the old Temple of Time, I believe. Yeah. Like this broken down Temple of in Time. In Breath of the Wild, you mean? Yeah, yeah. in Breath yeah, of the Wild, yeah. yeah. Uh, which is really cool. Absolutely, mm. yeah. Um, so, yeah, what, well, well, in continuing that, so I, from what I'm thinking, my kind of theory is that um, Breath of the Wild takes place in the adult timeline mm. after Wind Waker yeah. and after it's all kind of yeah. drained away. Yep. And so, like, and there's kind, of, there's kind of been like, it's like almost Noah, Noah in the Ark, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, the flood has gone and the world begins anew, yeah, kind of thing. Um, anyway, so Wind Waker, then we have the Phantom Hourglass, yep, and then we have Spirit Tracks, weird yeah. game set on a train, yeah. <laughs> um, that, that's about it. That sums it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's the that's the adult timeline, mm. and then we have the the final timeline, which is the child timeline, um, where Ganondorf's plot is stopped. Yeah, Majora's Mask. Yes, creepiest. Such a good, like, it's such a good game. My favorite Zelda game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so many theories about Majora's Mask. Link's dead. Yeah, Link's, like it's just so deep. <laughs> like, if you want to, there's there's a lot of creepy pasta. Yeah, about um Majora's Mask as well because mm. it is just a creepy game. It's pretty freaky. Yeah. Um, the moon gave me nightmares. That was oh, that was the moon yeah. still gives me nightmares. I got it on 3ds and like yeah. Was like, was this moon. moon really that scary? Got down to like a, a <laughs> yes. day left. And I was like, oh, fucking hell, it's, yes. Even yes, scarier. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's worse in 3D. <laughs> so we go Majora's Mask. Yep. Uh, Twilight Princess. Mm. Twilight Princess has one of the most um, obvious links to the rest of the game. Link. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, because there is, a, there is a skeleton in armor that teaches you yeah. all your moves at the beginning of the game. Yeah. Yeah. And that is this. revealed to be Link. From Ocarina of Time. Yes. Really? Majora's Mask. Yeah. Or at least very heavily implied. Yeah. Very heavily implied. Yeah. And like it is confirmed by uh, the creator and Nintendo. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and so it's canon. Um, and then after Twilight Princess, we go Four Sword Adventures. Um, and that that is the three different timelines. If you're confused, that's fine. <laughs> you're meant uh, to be. It's more you're than meant to be. There's, it's not meant to be understood. All you need to know is... All right, boys. We're going to rate our top three Zelda games. Oh, good. Um, oh. For me... Skyward Sword, Breath of the Wild, yeah, Majora's Mask. Mm. Mine would be Majora's Mask. Um, Link Between Worlds, yeah, is very good. Um, and yeah, Breath of. The, uh, what did I say first? Majora's Mask, Breath of the Wild, Link Between Worlds. Yep, That's my three. I think mine would be Ocarina or Skyward as number one. Yeah. Mm. Um, the other one is number two. <laughs> The other yeah. one of them is yeah, number yeah. two. And I'm loving... Bre- I haven't finished Breath of the Wild, but I'm, it's gorgeous. I'm loving it. Mm. I'm it's loving gorgeous. it. So that's got to be number three. But Skyward Sword was a lot better Beautiful. than I expected yeah. it was going to be. It was meant to fly around a- on, your, on your friendly Phoenix board. Yeah, it was cool. It had such an interesting art style as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. It was really pretty. A lot of strategy in that game as well. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And yeah, you learned the sword like, fight. The way the enemies were designed is like around this mechanic of having that one-to-one motion. And so yeah. like... 
they'll turn around and you have to like decide. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it was it's really great. cool. Yeah. Anyway. All right. right. Moving swiftly along. Ross? Like to- I can jump in. Yeah. Let's do it. From kind, timeline kind, kind to... Kind of makes sense because I'm going to be talking about time. Ooh. TikTok. Uh, it sort of ties in with what Curtis was saying. Mm. So time is, as as we that have played it know, is a very recurring kind of thing yeah. in the... Um, in the Zelda universe, like the way that the games use time and um, how some games manipulate time mm. and all this other stuff, Majora's Mask being one of one of the most obvious great, examples. Great yeah. games, such a pain in the ass. I still don't. <laughs> I still don't know how it works. Yeah. It's just. It's simple. It's three day cycle. Three day cycle. Come on, guys. Which simple. you can reverse and speed up yeah. and go back to the start of and lose just, all your rupees. And, yeah. Well, oh. no, there's the bank. Yeah, there's you the put bank, the stuff in the bank. Which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I don't know how it works. <laughs> how does the pockets bank happen? <laughs> Banks are corporeal, but not pockets. In yeah, yeah well. that's exactly. it. That's it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the flow and manipulation of time. Uh, in most of the 3D games, the time of day flows in a similar way to real life. So, obviously, you know, sunrise is peak. Starts setting, blah, blah, blah. You have a yeah. night cycle and all of this kind of stuff. Um, some places may be open or closed as a result of that. Um, and I think it was probably, was Ocarina like one of the first? Ocarina was one of the first games, of the first games incorporate that, that had like a proper day night cycle. Day-night cycle yeah. Yeah. yeah, which was another thing that made it so revolutionary. Mm. Um, and God damn, I remember the first time I was wandering Hyrule at night and the skeletons yeah, popped up. <laughs> oh, my little six-year-old, my little six-year-old head couldn't deal. Couldn't take yeah. it. Um, so yeah, there's a, like um, some of the, <clears throat> excuse me, the, the main games that use the concept of time, um, Ocarina of Time, obviously. Mm. Uh, Majora's Mask, Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, Phantom Hourglass and Skyward Sword all use it pretty heavily. Um, they all use internal clocks as well. Um, well, not all of them, I should say. Some of them do. Mm. Um, so, like, for example, um, Beetle. Beetle pops up in oh, quite yeah. a few of them. Fuck yeah. Beetle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm a, Zane, can we put a picture of Beetle in the show notes just to give people a, an, an idea of how yeah. creepy that motherfucker he's is? Yeah, he's yeah. not real good. So, oh, we should have done him. I should have done him. <laughs> yeah. um, he, he sells different stuff depending on the day. Um, and you know he closes at night and everything like that. He yeah. has a masked counterpart who appears only in Phantom Hourglass. Hmm. Only appears at key hours of the day from 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. on weekdays and 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. on weekends. Nice. He's got longer hours on the weekend. Poor bugger. <laughs> um, treasure merchandise sold in regular shops also changes depending on the day. Um, Sam reasons lottery results and some mall letters. Yeah. Mail letters. Mail letters. Should yeah. say are delivered yeah. to Link according to. Um, the literally indicated days, particularly in uh, Major- yeah. Majora's yeah. Mask. Um, so Ocarina of Time introduced the concept of a day-night cycle. As we mentioned earlier, um, days and nights lasted for a certain amount of time depending on what... What? Lasted for a certain amount of time and depending on what time it was, various enemies would appear in some places. Certain buildings would close at night. Mm. Um, it's almost like a living, kind of breathing world. Yeah. It is. It is why indeed. it's so easy to get into it. Yeah. yeah. You just lose yourself. Um, you can use a sun song to like, like in Ocarina, you can use a sun song to change if you're like, oh, mm. no, nah, I want it to be nighttime. <laughs> yeah. Play a little ditty. Yeah. Bingo. It's nighttime. Um, Wish I could do that. Yeah, yeah right. Skip work. Yeah. Play a little ditty. Oh, work's over. <laughs> oh, I'm going home. Thank go. God. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, you can use gossip stones and they give you the time in 24-hour format. Um, yeah. Because all the games have the internal clocks. I need Ruth Belleville. Um, Quick little, uh, little time fact. Back. I like that. Each day yeah. in Ocarina lasts mm. 2 minutes and 30 seconds in real time, uh, making each hour 12 seconds. Nighttime oh, yeah. 
However, that's very sh- in Ocarina. Ocarina. Two yeah. minutes thirty. Yeah. That's Two minutes very thirty quick. is a day. Yeah. Night time lasts only a minute and twenty seconds, making making each hour at night only six seconds long. There you go. There you go. The more you know. The more you know. Um. So that was Ocarina. Majora's Mask has the most elaborate time usage, as we've kind of talked about. Um, because the whole game is based on a three-day cycle of the moon crashing into the fucking world. Mm. Um, spoilers. Mm. Uh, Link can play the Song of Time. Song of Time is very important in a lot of other ones as well. But the Song of Time in Majora's Mask takes you back to the beginning of the cycle. Yes. Or you can play the um, reverse Song of Time, which, hang on, is it the reverse one which slows it down? Slows down time, yep. yeah. Yep. Slows it down. Um, the double Song of Time, which makes everything go double speed. Double speed. Um, and why do you want to do that again? Uh, it depends. There are certain events that are triggered at certain parts of the day. That's so right. If you, because that's the thing is like, so Majora's Mask is basically Groundhog Day, the game. Yeah. Right. So like, that's what's so cool about it is like, you know, you, you do one cycle and you know how a certain sort of quest might take place or like yeah. how the, a quest starts. Right. So you just start again. And then you kind of do the cycle over and over again until you know exactly where people are going to be at what time and yeah. how, like, you can fix their lives. It's so Groundhog Day. You can just yeah. be Bill Murray. <laughs> the dream. The oh, dream. The right. actual Ghostbusters dream. is playing on the TV in the background. Ah, Bill Murray indeed. Wow. It was a very to Bill be. Murray Welcome day. back to Bill Murray chat. All right. So I'd, what, I'd listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> New podcast idea? What else about um, time so do you got? The flow of time is not constant in Majora's Mask. In the initial three-day cycle, um, each game out, each in-game hour lasts 27 real seconds, mm. um, which is just over half an hour for the whole cycle. Every single cycle after that, each game hour takes 45 seconds. Yeah, 54 minutes for the whole cycle also means that the days and nights both flow slower than in Ocarina of Time. Um, you can invert the Song of Time, which slows down it slows it down to 150 seconds for each game hour, um, meaning you get three hours for a whole cycle. Um, and then you can speed it up. It doesn't give me a minute count for that, but Dang. I imagine it would be, well, what was the first one? Like 27 seconds an hour. So like, something like 15 that. seconds an yeah, hour, or something like that. Super quick. Super quick. Um, Wind Waker flow of time is more similar to Ocarina. Uh, or the rest of them are more similar to Ocarina because yeah. I think after they did the first time nonsense in Majora, they're, they're not like, gonna Jesus Christ, we can't <laughs> do, we can't hurt anyone we else like we this. We just can't keep doing time ones. No, it's so that's, broken. The for Legend of Zelda, generally speaking, uh, the two sort of uh, themes they play with is either time or like light and dark or like other worlds. Yeah, because like in a, in a lot of games, you'll either have yeah like a time mechanic or something, or you'll have like an instrument based thing, yeah. or you'll have like there's one world and you can flick over to another world, like a dark world or something like that. Yeah, and it's cool how they like. Yeah, experiment with all of it. Yeah, and going off what you said about the timelines, the the like the the story is so cyclical. It's like mm. um the, like Zelda, Ganon, and Link in each generation, in each age, there is an iteration of them because they are the three components of the Triforce. Yeah, um, yeah. So it, it's just like eternal. It's like locked in this stasis of like, yeah, this is going to happen, but. The way like, in which it yeah. obviously it's not known in game or anything like that, mm. but like there's all these legends of you know. Yeah. Before, like Breath of the Wild, um, just because I'm playing it at the moment, it's like the great spirit, the great dark spirit rose up again from yeah. X, Y, Z. And, T- tells yeah. and it happens all the time. Um, and that could be why, like, that could be why it's so hard to place Breath yeah. of the Wild in the timeline. Yeah. Because, mm. like, there is that ruined temple of time, which would 
you know, mean yeah. that it's probably post ocarina of time. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, but then could also fit before that. It's so weird. It it's so weird. So many things. It's beautiful though. <laughs> yes. Well, would you like me to talk about my thing? No. Talk about something and that's other been on than time. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> great episode, guys. Um, yeah, let's stop talking about time. It hurts. <laughs> it hurts my brain. Um, yes, well, I was going to do a thing about uh, moon children. Moon children. Uh, who are, well, we've, well, but I figured we've talked a lot about Majora's Mask. These are people from Majora's Mask, these children who live inside the moon. Uh, basically, at the yeah. end of the game, uh, you go inside the moon where it's a giant field uh, with a, a blue sky, and there are these children who are very creepy and wear the faces of the bosses in the game. Um, and they're creepy. Yeah. Um, but I figured since we've talked about so much about uh, Majora's Mask, I might pivot. Oh. Let's do it. I'm going to talk about Tingle. Oh. <laughs> fucking hell. I figured Let's talk you... about Moon Children. <laughs> I figured you guys might talk about Tingle, but you didn't. So mm. I'm talking about Tingle. I There's love a Tingle. reason we didn't talk uh, about Tingle. Tingle uh, is an old man who wants to be a fairy. Oh, he wants to be a he wants to be a um a kakariko. That's uh, a big red flag right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's obsessed with fairies. Oh, he does want to be a fairy. That's right. He's thirty five years old and claims to be the reincarnation of a fairy. Uh, basically, he's a guy in a green morph suit uh, with red undies, and um, <laughs> he's like shitty Superman. He is. He is shitty Superman. Uh, so he is was introduced in Majora's Mask, uh, and he'd sell you all the maps in the game of all the different areas, yeah. and he would be suspended by a balloon, uh, and you'd have to shoot down the balloon so he could talk to you. Um, he... Hey, remember how I said fuck that other dude? Did I you mean fuck Tingle? Tingle? I yeah. meant fuck Tingle. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Um, so he was this creepy old man, uh, and they were like, oh, people seem to like Tingle. Let's put him in everything. Yep. So... <laughs> Thanks. He was in Wind Waker as well. In Wind Waker, he was like really sinister. Um, he got put in jail. <laughs> uh, in the Wind Waker, the people of Windpool Island had put Tingle in jail for stealing a picto box. Once Link sits, sets him free, uh, Tingle gives him the Tingle Tuner in return so Link can ask him for help at any time at all. Um, if you've played the game correctly, you don't uh, ask him for help because yeah. why would you? Why would you? Afterwards, Link can find Tingle on Tingle Island where he also meets Tingle's younger brother, Ankle, and his friend David Jr. Uh, <laughs> ankle and David David, David Jr. Tingle, Ankle, David Jr. Uh, Link can also meet Knuckle, Tingle's older brother, on Outset Island. Tingle can translate Triforce, Triforce charts for Link. So again, uh, is kind of of the map variety. Um, yeah, it's kind of it's he's weird. Uh, anyway, Tingle had his own game. Uh, in what? fact, Tingle had like three of his own games. Um, the first one was uh, called Freshly Picked Tingle's Rosy Rupee Land. Um, Jesus. In which oh, dear. Tingle is... Um, so he's walking around. I think the way the game starts is that he gets transported into a different kind of dimension or something. But essentially what happens is he meets... He goes to Rupee Land yeah. uh, and he meets a creature named Uncle Rupee uh, who is promised a life in paradise. He promises Tingle a life in paradise. The only thing he would have to do is collect as many rupees as possible and throw them into the tower located under the Western Pool. Tingle accepts and then is changed into Tingle. Uh, so mm. this is so Tingle was just like a guy, and then he met uh, a creepy old man, 
and became Tingle. And became a creepy old man. Yes, yes, yes. Classic. Yes, yes. Um, I'm, I'm on Tingle's Rosie Rupee Land page right now. It was never released in North America, possibly because of Tingle's poorer reception in the West and potentially due, due to having more sexual themes than most Nintendo published games. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say, it doesn't surprise me that Tingle's in jail. It surprises me what he was in for. Yeah. <laughs> It's all I'm going to say on that. You take a look at that man's face and guess what he's in jail for. Yeah. Uh, it would and not he's be... red undies. I'm not yeah. about judging a book by its cover, but in this sense, yes. Mm. Mm. Um, basically, uh, Uncle Ruby provi- Rupee provides Tingle with an assistant, Pinkle, who will fulfill the role of Tingle's psychic and suggested love interest. Oh, no. Yes. Uh, Tingle travels to many islands and fulfills many tasks to get the money to get to Rupee Land. Where do we swage um, traditional... Hmm? Heteronormative um, relationships in games. Yeah, up, uh, I'm up, Mister Tingle. Uh, right. I'm not up, Mister Tingle. Okay, wow. Anyway, keep going. Whew. Yikes. Uh, anyway, so Rupee Land, this promised land that Uncle Rupee is promising for Tingle. The Grand Fairy reveals that it is a paradise only for Uncle Rupee, the demon whose power depends upon rupees. Oh so no! Uncle Rupee was actually a bad guy. Oh no! Um, I can't believe it. What a twist! Tingle defeats him. Uh, f- is freed of the Tingle curse. Etc. Etc. He then also has um, ripened Tinkle's balloon trip of love, uh, wherein Tinkle Tingle is seen as an ordinary man, uh, and then orders a book from a television sales program, which is said to make its readers popular among women. Uh, sure. However, he gets sucked into a picture book world when he opens it up and becomes Tingle. The only way to exit the world is to dance with the princess. Uh, <laughs> which princess? The princess. Which oh, okay. dance. Uh, and on his, <laughs> dance. on his way to find her, Tingle teams up with his new friends, uh, Kakashi, Buriki, and Lion. Uh, Tingle must advance from page to page with his three friends following the yellow brick road. Huh. So I guess it's like a kind of a Wizard of Oz type thing to go and, and dance with a princess. Um, it's absurd how popular Tingle is. I, I don't, I'm not surprised because he's a very... Sexy man, sexy but also he's just—it's very funny to me. Um, <laughs> Love it that he exists. Um, and yeah, that's my. So there's the there's a theory that Tingle is based upon uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, uh, the creator of Zelda. How vexing. Um, I mean, poor, like, poor Shigeru. Yeah, right. It's either him or perhaps uh, the mask salesman who might be based on. Oh yeah, Shigeru Miyamoto. Yeah. Uh, haven't haven't really done that much research. But, uh, yeah, he's he's just a. It says his race is Tingle, like that is just the race that he <laughs> is. Um, yeah, and he's just all over the place, and I love him. Good lord! Yes, what and that's man. Zelda, folks. We did Zelda. We've encompassed all of Zelda in the we timeline, Zelda. time, and Tingle. And Tingle t- timeline time. That's a good introduction. I feel like if if you listen to this episode, you come away with a pretty ba- pretty sound yeah. understanding of. Um, of the Legend of Zelda, yeah, you probably won't want to play it though. Oh, uh, I mean, you hear about Tingle, you think I got to get a piece of that. I got to get a piece of yeah, that. Yeah, go play that game. Poor Tingle. Um, anyway, now, it's time, of course, for our game. Uh, oh god, I forgot about this. Yes, 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 yes. What's our game today? Okay, so this is a game. Uh, I was looking at. Um, there's a section, a category in the Zelda Wikia called yeah. articles incorporating theory. Mm. Right, these are articles uh, that at some point in their article have sort of non-canonical information that is heavily theorized. Yeah. Um, now it's time to play How Deep Is Your Law? Otherwise How known- deep is your law? How deep is your law? Thank you. That's I was right. hoping for it. Thank you. Um, otherwise known as Is That Canon? Question mark. Uh, 
Yeah, well, it's a play yeah. on the uh, productions. Got him. Um, this is a game where we go, where we look at uh, the theories of articles to see uh, whether or not they should. Because we, of course, uh, can declare what is or isn't Zelda canon. Absolutely. So we, we have, have that, that power. We are in that position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jinx. <laughs> Dang, now I can't talk for the rest of it. Ah. Uh, um, Jinx. <laughs> yeah. A lot of jinxes this episode. <laughs> Bother. I've got three articles. Um, first of which is Empty Can. Yep. Uh, empty Can is an item caught by Link while fishing. It is literally a rusted empty can of food mm-hmm. uh, that has an entire article about it, um, has its references has its uh, synopsis, also has its theory. Now, here's the theory in the Zelda lore yep. surrounding the empty can. Hit me. Is it a possible anachronism? So this is a, a something that is out of time, uh, that is not in the time that it should be. These cans are an example of advanced technology contradictory to the medieval theme of Twilight Princess, as tin cans weren't invented in the real world until the early 19th century. My God. However, their presence in Hyrule is not surprising given that Hyrule has advanced technology such as the claw shot and the spinner, as well as industrial technology such as magnetic cranes and elevators, which makes something as simple as the development of tin cans in Hyrule seem less out of place. Uh It should also be noted that the technological developments in Hyrule may develop differently than they did in the real world as magical, divine, and demonic forces exist in Hyrule alongside science all of which could influence technical development, thus explaining how the Hyruleans possess different kinds of technology that would be considered anachronism in the real world, such as tin cans appearing in medieval times. So... There's a lot of words. (laughs) How deep is your lore? How deep is your lore? Is it possible that (laughs) though tin cans should technically not be in the land of Hyrule, because claw shots and spinners exist, it's okay that there are there are tin cans. I feel like I feel like I feel like this article answered asked a question <laughs> that no one was asking. That no one was asking, but then was like, "But of course, guys, <laughs> yeah, right? why are you fucking asking this question?" <laughs> no, of course there yeah, is. Yeah. Jesus. Now I know what we're all thinking. How can there be empty yeah, tin cans? cans. Oh, Somebody well. ate dinguses. Well, think about it. Bloody sit you down and teach you how. Claw shots, spinners. Thank you very much. I rest my case. I'm going to say that that is one and a bit mm. empty cans of food deep. <laughs> Good. Yep. Uh, next up, uh, we have the humble bottle. Uh, now, of course, bottles are referenced oh. uh, throughout all of all of the Zelda. However. Uh, Empty bottles are noticeably absent as standalone items in The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah. As elixirs, milk, uh, monster extract, they automatically come pre-packaged in their own bottle-like containers My while God. Link can carry fairies in his materials inventory, though they will generally stop spawning if Link is carrying three or more fairies. That information was probably irrelevant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like reading this. I'm like, oh, why do you have to say that? Anyway, the theory goes... These bottle-like containers in Legend of Zelda yeah. uh, are apparently disposable because they disappear when the item they contained is used up as there is no indication Link reuses the containers, right? Yeah. So they must be biodegradable, meaning uh, that these containers are the result of Hyrule's technological advancement 10,000 years prior to Breath of the Wild and apparently have become so commonplace in daily life to the point the Hyrulean people retained use of them after rejecting more advanced Sheikah technology. So, the reason there are no empty bottles yep. 
in Breath of the Wild is because Hylian technology yep. got so advanced uh-huh. that bottles yep. are completely biodegradable. Yep. They've created advanced biodegradable bottles. Yep. Which that degrades in, in a second. Yeah. Extinguishes any any sort of use for empty bottles. You don't need them. They're all this fine biodegradable substance. I love it. I think it holds up. I think that's canon. Yeah, no. I think that's definitely for canon. Sure. Uh, I think that's the way they intended it. Well, it is now because we've decided. We've decided it. Um, and that, you're and welcome, that, Planet And Earth. that has been How Deep Is Your Law? Can how I do one deep- more? Can I do one more? I fucking, I started the theme song. Well, what am I going to, rule of threes, Curtis. <laughs> Our comedy does come in threes. Change things up. This one will be very fucking funny. Let it's me time tell to you. talk about cannons. <laughs> okay. Oh. Is that cannon? Shooty yes, cannons. cannons. Shooty cannons. Shooty right. cannons. More interesting. Uh, in The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Now, when you're on the, if you're walking around, you know, in Breath of the Wild, you come along to the Akala Citadel, uh, and you'll notice, just kind of in the environment, There'll be some cannons tipped over. You know how, like, everything's destroyed. There's some discarded stuff all over the place. There's some cannons. Obviously. Obviously. I'm going to read the first sentence of this theory. And it's, I'm literally, there is no, there's no full stops. Yep. <clears throat> In addition to the cannons used by the Gorons, the Akala Citadel had similar, more conventional cannons, which Hyrulean soldiers and Knights of Hyrule stationed there could use to defend the Citadel from attack, implying that the Citadel was an imposing fortress 100 years prior to the events of Breath of the Wild and may explain why the Knights of Hyrule and Hylian soldiers who survived the fall of Hyrule Castle during the Great Calamity chose to flee there as its cannons would make defending the Citadel easier and provide them firepower capable of damaging guardians, which, unlike Divine Beasts, are shown to be susceptible to damage from conventional weaponry <laughs> such as axes, swords, spears, hammers, boomerangs, arrows, and bomb arrows, though guardians are extremely redis- resistant due to being more technologically advanced and tend to reduce the durability of melee weapons and bows, while most arrows, with the exception of high-tech ancient arrows, only inflict minor damage, thus a lot of arrows would be required to take one down. Whoever wrote this... <laughs> How deep I'm... is your law? How deep is your law? That's been how deep is your law, ladies and gentlemen. That's um, Jesus. Uh, yeah, fuck me. It goes on. It goes on for like... I don't want to hear anymore. That was just uh, the first sentence. That was so literally the first that's sentence. That's been the Legend of Zelda wiki episode of Unfeatured Articles <sighs> oh, today. Right. I am exhausted. Yeah, that's yeah, that. I have no... You ran a marathon Have, have a breather. <laughs> um, James is going to need 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but that thank was, you so much. That was a lot of fun. Yes, thank you so much for uh, for making your <laughs> getting through this episode. Yes, getting through that sentence. Most of all, mm. um, this episode is dropping on Tuesday, the a and twentieth of November. Woo-hoo. They will know that when they listen to it. They will know that when we listen. Yes, yeah. yeah. And I, so I'm saying, have we got anything that we want to spruik? Uh, I do. Yeah. Uh, coming up over at Leboite Theatre, uh, yeah. there is a show called Define Adult. Oh, uh, yes, that is has been kind of. Uh, developed and and done by myself and the group of uh, young people known as the Young Artist Company of Labatt Theatre, um, kind of uh, run by David Burton and Claire Christian, very talented people. And so we've sort of devised this show together uh, that I am in. And uh, yeah, you can come along. It's ten bucks. It's on the no- it's on November thirtieth and December first. And uh, tickets are out the door. And it's a good piece of theatre. You should come along and see it. Absolutely, ten bucks to go see some. I know, I know um, a couple of people in this ensemble, and ten bucks to see these guys perform at La Boite. Mm. That is ten bucks well spent, in yeah. my opinion. In the roundhouse so, yeah. too. Uh, in the roundhouse, absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's, that's cool. cool. You get to perform in the roundhouse. It's so cool. That's fucking sick. Yeah. Um. So yeah, definitely get along and go see that. 
Riley, what are you doing at the moment? You doing anything? You're just busy. You're just auditioning for a bunch of shit, aren't you? Yeah, I'm just busy. All right, everyone, rock up to uh, Riley's night audition. Yeah, in a couple of days, um, and we'll <laughs> rally we'll you along. Woo, go Riley! <laughs> Absolutely. Gee. Um, How about you? No, I've, I'm just working at the moment. I'm very sad. Um, but in the meantime, um, if you're if you're like me and you all you do is work and drive to work, how about on that drive to work you listen to a couple of the other podcasts yeah. on the That's Not Canon Productions network? Do it. We've got things like Murder in the Land of Oz, uh, which is a fabulous murder mystery podcast. Uh, musicals taught me everything I know. Everyone's ah. favorite musical podcast. Mm. My songs suck. Whoa! With uh, our good friend and a uh, regular regular guest host on the po- on the on Unfeatured Articles, uh, Alex Smith, where he talks about all his old music yep. and how he, his development as a Writer, mm-hmm. uh, glass oh, should, of wine where you drink right, wine man. and then you just you just fucking you drink. Um, and Disney versus Disney, where we debating Disney episodes, yeah. and we're gonna be we're all on that. Yeah, and it's there's some fun. episodes coming out which are gonna be a hoot and a half. Yes, uh, just quickly while we're talking about Alex, yeah, uh, you should go check out his new single. It's called oh, yes! Rescue Me. Uh, it is very very good. It's called Rescue Me. It's on Spotify at the moment and iTunes and Bandcamp and all that kind of stuff. Uh, your man Alex Smith is his sort of handle on Spotify, so go check him out. Absolutely, um, but yeah. Other than that, our theme song is uh, is Purgatory and Friends by Kevin McLeod. We're going to be saying goodbye to Riley for a couple of episodes yeah. again. As we said, you're very very busy, so we're going to be actually welcoming Alex back. Yeah. next week mm-hmm. uh, he's going to uh, step in into Riley's chair and uh, help us get through some fabulous wikis and fabulous articles. And uh, Riley, we'll see you in like what two weeks? Yeah, about that. Yeah, about that. Can't we'll come wait. back for some for some hot stuff. Okay. Yeah. And as we're getting ever closer to the end of the year. Uh, we're getting ever closer to when we're going to start season two. So make sure you listen out for that. Do, do. Um, anyway, so until next time, I've been Curtis Lang. I've been James Keogh. I've been Riley McNamara. Browse responsibly. Okay, so you find yourself in a rustic tavern. It's lit by a fire and a half and a grumpy looking bartender. And uh, I will to crime. What? I will to crime. Oh, crime. I'm proficient. I assist. Sweet. I will to crime with advantage. Okay, all right. What crime exactly are you committing? Uh, to steal the hearts of everyone listening to us right now. No, I take it back. <laughs> Laura Disorder is a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast where the worst kind of people team up to rid the world of slightly more worse people. <laughs> it's a whole thing. We're not the worst. Follow us on iTunes or on your podcatcher of choice. Find us online at that'snotcanonproductions.com or find Law and Disorder on Facebook and Twitter. And now, on with the game. A That's Not Canon Productions podcast.